passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. I mean, look at it from this point of view. Like, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to do more out of the passing game, without a doubt. And I think he's going to be very good, without a doubt, too. However, are you going to give a running back, you get a fifth year because he's a first-round pick, another contract? You're going to give a defensive tackle, I think, if he's really good, another contract. I think you look at that, too. But Rieger, do we know if Jalen Carter was even on their draft board? Do we We know if he was even on the board? Or was he off prior to the draft and said it's not happening and tossed into the garbage? 100% because of the character issues and what happened to Georgia, all that. But again, I don't think it matters if he's on your draft board or not. I think it matters that he was available to you. And if he turns out to be this transcendent player in a position of need. Now, I know they had seven sacks against Atlanta, but it's still a position of need. Then I, I do think that you always say what could have been. But again, it's the Detroit mentality. But I agree with you. I agree. Bijan in his first two games was great. For some reason, in game three, Atlanta gave him the ball three t- or 10 times. And the Lions did a hell of a job 33 yards rushing. I think he got 46 yards out of the passing game. So I, I do agree with you that running backs get trashed and they don't make any money and they don't get other contracts. And, I mean, let's go to the offseason where all it was was running backs whining. They were having their own committee meeting of how and to get paid And they're all hurt for. now. Right. All the whiners are hurt. They're, they're all hurt because this just proves you can go get another running back in the draft even if you take them early on. But I, I would agree with you. But, again, just know that we in Detroit are thinking about Jalen Carter as well. Do you know what I think of? I think What's of that? the gamblers when I think of Detroit. That That's what I think of, right? I mean, Jamison Williams, you oh, know, Alabama. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. Yeah. All, all these guy, guy people in the, in the office gambling we, we and all this like other stuff. Guys, yeah. Yeah. Going on with the lines, the Detroit gamblers. I mean, if, see, that the, there, there is, there's two sides of this. Because if, 
high character, if character and being having high character is a big deal one way or the other, then you have to be consistent across the board as far as how you're going to deal with issues like with what you're having with the gambling. So if you took Carter off the board because of what happened at Georgia, okay, I can respect that because I guarantee you they're not the only team that took him of off course. the board. Without and when I say take him off the board, that means if they trade back to 25, they still ain't taking him if he falls because they don't want him. That's why I'm saying we don't know if he was on the board. Now, if he was on the board and they said Gibbs or Carter and they were legitimately willing to, to draft him and they went Gibbs over Carter, then I think you have a fair fight. I would love to know if he was still on the board. What about Williams, uh, the wide receiver from Alabama? Jamison Williams, yeah. What what about him? I liked him at Alabama. Uh, he had a what a cup of coffee quickly uh, with Detroit last year. One catch, about- he's got one NFL catch. It's a free yeah. touchdown. I like nine it. targets, I believe. Yep. So I think he's a difference maker for this Lions offense, so they can never get him back on the field. What does the rest of this wide receiving core look like? You talked about Laporta being the guy for Jared Goff, and Goff loves throwing to tight ends. What about the wide receivers? Because the Packers, they may not have Jair Alexander in this game with his back issue. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I think you're right about this. Listen, Amon Ross St. Brown is the best of the wide receivers. Yep. Now, he's not essentially like a game-breaker, take-the-top-off-a-defense speedster guy, but he runs unbelievable routes. He never drops the football. In fact, when he does drop the football, it's like a big deal because he never does. Yep. Sparky, he played with like a steel whatever in his shoe against Atlanta because he wanted to play so bad. He's got a toe issue and he had a hundred yards receiving. So he is without a doubt, Jared Goff's favorite target, favorite weapon. And then Josh Reynolds quickly is coming along as well. Josh Reynolds has a little bit of a deep threat, kind of underrated. Nobody ever talks about him. So I think those two guys are your receiving room. If you get JMO back, when you get JMO back, I think he's got what two more weeks after this, still on that suspension, then hopefully you're looking at that deep threat as well because your other receivers, Khalif Raymond, they just paid. I don't think he's great. He's more of a special teams guy. And then Marvin Jones is 33 years old. He turned over the ball in the first game against Kansas City. And to be perfectly honest, I don't even know if he's played the last two games because he doesn't. I haven't seen him on the field. I mean, he has played, but he really has made zero impact. So I think getting JMO back is huge. You're not going to have him back, of course, for the Green Bay game. But I think this Lions offense against the banged-up defense for the Packers is going to be able to flourish. I don't think there's any question about it. Jared Goff is not a great quarterback by any means. He doesn't throw a great deep ball by any means. He's not going to beat you with his legs like Jordan Love might beat you. But I think all in all, he right now is the perfect guy for this system. He doesn't make too many turnovers. He's got two in the first three games, but went through a stretch of 10 games without a turnover. And he just knows the system and where guys are going to be. So, yeah, I, I do think the Lions are going to flourish. Now, they only had 20 points against Atlanta, but I think that was the game plan. They had a banged-up offensive line. They're going to get Taylor Decker back now. They average right around 27 to 30 points a game. So, yeah, I think if Green Bay's not able to catch up, the Lions could run away with this thing. I'm I'm interested to see what the Packers' pass rush uh, looks like uh, in this game. Rashawn Gary, coming off of injury from last year, uh, came up with three sacks this last week against the New Orleans Saints. Now, again, that Saints line isn't great. Uh, but still, came up with three sacks. He's been a beast. I, I think 
from a Packers standpoint going into this game, you have to be able to get pressure on Jerry Goff somewhat consistently. You can't let Jerry Goff get comfortable because like most NFL quarterbacks, maybe not Justin Fields, but most other NFL quarterbacks, if you give them a lot of time, they're probably going to pick you apart. You know, little by little, yeah. they're just going to move the ball down the field if you don't put some pressure on them. And I don't know if golf can be shook necessarily, but I like the idea of hitting him on a semi-consistent basis uh, in this game, whether it's by just, you know, bringing the normal four or five guys, or maybe you're blitzing Quay Walker, you're blitzing off the corner uh, and, and showing him some different stuff and really trying to get in golf's head a little bit. So on Sat Sunday against the Falcons, they lost two more offensive linemen. Now they were both depth guys because they're already down Taylor Decker, who will play by the way in that game. At least he's going to give it a go. So the right side of that defense offensive line was brutal. And they had a rookie. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name because I didn't even expect him to play. And I had to look up who he was, frankly, but he played 36 snaps and he did let in some pressure and golf got hit more than usual. And golf, if you go back and look at that offense in the second half, he made some bad decisions, and he did not look the same. So the one thing about Jared Goff, the knock on Jared Goff, and Ben Johnson's done a great job with it. When he takes on pressure, like maybe any quarterback, his numbers drop significantly. Now, the Lions have a great offensive line, and you're going to get Taylor Decker back, which means he goes to left tackle, Panay Sewell goes back to right tackle, and it's just more of a, a deeper and more healthy offensive line. So I do think that they should, I don't know, do a nice job against the Packers' pass rush, but Yes, if you find a way to get home on Jared a couple different times, he's proven, especially in the last two games where he's had a pick in each game, including a pick six, that he could go back to that Sean McVay, Los Angeles Rams, Jared Goff mindset where he makes some bad decisions.